beautiful rebel and welcome to 2022. It's Sam Goldsmith here and I would love to welcome you again to Her Great Rebellion, the podcast. This is the podcast that delivers the strategy and woo that results in radical self-acceptance, radical trust in yourself and radical trust in the universe. Through thought work, sacred medicine and radical rebellion, we remember who we really are. Before we get started today, I just want to send out a big, 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 big thank you from the bottom of my heart to my beautiful friends, Avesa and Matthew Love, who have shared their beautiful work to become the intro of this podcast. So thank you, Avesa and Maddie, for sharing this work that has been born out of your hearts um, to contribute to my podcast and to record it in this beautiful special acoustic way that our listeners are going to hear each and every week when they jump on to enjoy the podcast. Now you guys can check out more of the beautiful music that uh, comes from Avesa and Maddie uh, on their Instagram channel, on their YouTube channel, um, and pretty much just by searching Avesa and Matthew Love uh, in the Google, um, you can find lots and lots of awesome things about everything that they're up to. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Um, and thank you for allowing your beautiful work to contribute to the work that I want to, um, give birth to and share, uh, in the planet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, guys, so as we spend time together here each week, I'm going to ask you, as I always do, to start with a few uh, breaths and a few moments of breathing together. Today, we've got a big episode uh, full of stuff to supercharge your 2022. So let's just take this time to connect and to ground ourselves and to center into being together wherever we are on the planet listening to this work today. So this act of breathing together and taking a few moments to become consciously aware of our breath is a sacred action. As you know, I tell you all the time, it's radically transformed my own life and it's the way that I choose to start all the work that I do with people. So what we're going to do is Gently start to begin to breathe through our nose and out through our mouths. Breathing in through our nose and then out through our slightly opened mouth. Noticing that as we do this, breath travels around our body to places where it's tight. That's its physical role to release. But also as we breathe this way, that it serves as an entry point into sacredness, into a sacred dimension. In that dimension, we're able to open up recognize ourselves as sacred and begin sacred listening, sacred hearing, sacred feeling and sacred understanding. So wherever you are right now, let's just take this time to breathe together for a few moments. If you're listening in a place where you can close your eyes, that's great. But if you're driving or you're walking, or you have your headphones on, just bringing your attention to your breath. So breathing in through your nose, And easily out through your slightly opened mouth. Breathing with an easy and natural rhythm, allowing your body to find that natural rhythm. Allowing some breaths to be deeper and some to be more shallow. Knowing that as you breathe in this way, your body is gently recalibrating itself to ease. 
Let's bring our attention to our hearts, to the energy that we feel around the area of our physical heart. And let's give our heart permission to travel up to the mind and to gently quieten it down. Let's allow that quietness to move over the top of your head and allow it to run down the entire length of your body, coating it in a layer of calm. And as you continue to breathe, let's sense the divine being that's underneath that layer of calm. As you breathe here, give this divine being permission to hear, to interpret, to process and to feel everything in the perfect way for your highest good. Okay, so it's 2022, it's a brand new year. I want to talk to you today about goal setting, intention setting, and creating the 2022 that you're dreaming of. Now, I want to share with you to begin with how I've thought that I've been good at developing goals and sticking to goals and building goals in the past, but how over the last, especially six months, I've realized that I have been doing that in a very masculine way that is probably contributing to a certain element of self-sabotage in relation to in relation to those goals that I want to achieve. I'm just going to make a note because I've just thought of something extra that I want to share with you today on the call as well. Okay. So main things that I want to cover off on today are first of all reflecting and uh, feeling gratitude for the year that has been and the year that has passed. I want to talk about creating the intentions or the goals that you want for the year ahead. And I want to talk about some a, a, a sacred way or a way to bring sacredness to that co-creation process rather than um, the traditional masculine way of writing down goals where we might have been like, get very specific, write it down exactly, come up with a plan, do all the stuff. So um, those are the two main things that I want to talk about today. So let's talk about reflecting on the year that has passed. And I just want to want you to notice in your own thoughts how you feel about the year that's passed. Are you feeling really grateful? Are you feeling really at ease and accepting of yourself and how you handled the year that's gone? Or are you feeling frustrated that another year's gone by and your goals haven't come to fruition or you've been working so hard and doing all the things and the goal just still hasn't come. How do you feel inside about that year? Now, there's no right or wrong way to feel. It's just about noticing our feelings and our thoughts around that. So when you do your intention setting for 2022, you might actually like to journal on that and write down the thoughts that you have very in very detailed format 
So exactly as they're occurring to you in your mind, remembering that no one else is going to read this except for you. But what we have a tendency to do is write things down in really flowery and beautiful and artistic ways when that is actually not the way they're occurring in our minds. So I want you to write it down in the same tone of voice that you're hearing it in your head. Um, And this is going to be really insightful and potentially painful because you'll realize the way that you're speaking to yourself but it's critical we need to actually identify those real thoughts so that we can eliminate the illusion that is being perpetrated or perpetuated by that thought because ultimately that thought is going to be a lie we'll talk about that um, if we have time but that's definitely something that we look at in my rebel boot camp program where we dissect these thoughts and actually get to the lies that they're perpetuating so that we can go to work on eliminating them at the root or at the cause. So, for example, if 2021 didn't turn out the way that you had hoped um, and maybe you didn't meet a career goal or a business goal, on the surface you might just think you're having thoughts about um, being frustrated with yourself that you haven't met that goal. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling annoyed. I'm feeling burnt out. I want you to go deeper than that and actually look at what are the thoughts? What is the specifics of the thought that's coming up? And for me, when I've had those types of um, feelings about my business, the thoughts that Um, come up superficially first layer are those things around annoyance and frustration Um, they might even be about this is unfair Um, why is it easy for some people it's not easy for me and then as I go deeper and deeper I will get to different thoughts that I am creating in my mind and telling myself about myself and sometimes they might be well articulated and other times they might just be things like you're such a loser okay so that's the point that I want you to get to is identifying what is that root thought that you're thinking about yourself in relation to that goal now I understand fully that this is not a common normal thing. <laughs> you may have never done this before and it might seem like it's, um, it might actually just be the ec- only exercise that you can do because it's so el- overwhelming to come to terms with the reality of the thoughts we think and how we speak and interact with ourselves internally. But I promise you it's invaluable if you will go there. So go there. You don't have to tell anybody. It's powerful if you do, but just write down on a piece of paper all of these disempowering thoughts, all of these mean girl thoughts, all of these toxic thoughts that you're bringing up about yourself in relation to how you think your 2021 turned out, what you did or didn't do, what goals were or weren't met. I don't really care about the intricacies of the actual goal. I'm more concerned with the thoughts that you're having about yourself generally for what you put in in your mind for that how 2021 would would be or would unfold so identify that thought then I want you to ask yourself is that really true so let me use myself as an example um, because some of the deep down dirty toxic 
shadow thoughts about myself that arise within me are things like um, you're a loser. So, okay, I've just identified that I am thinking that I'm a loser or my thoughts are telling me that I'm a loser. Is that really true? Well, what I can do is look for evidence in my life about whether I'm a loser. And I can look at past achievements that I've done. I can look at my personal growth in that period. I can look at the challenges that I've overcome in that period. I can look at the ways that my relationships have changed and transformed in that period. I can look at the level of comfort that I feel within myself now compared to the beginning of that period. And if I look at all of those things, whether I'm 100% happy with each of them or not, I can find some area of growth and I can say, actually, I'm not a loser. I did this, this and this and this, whether it was practically or in my mind or in my heart. So I'm not really a loser. Now, where did this idea of becoming a loser or being a loser come from? And I want to think back to times in my life or times in my childhood where I've either been told directly that I'm a loser or I have some situations unfolded and I felt like a loser. And what I really encourage you to do is not even think too much about it because probably as you do this exercise, something's going to immediately jump into your mind that's connected to that thought or that idea that you're talking about. And that's a great place to start. So go there. And then I'm just going to ask you to reflect on what you've just written because you've just become aware that you've been having a thought that isn't true, that comes from a place where it was established in a circumstance or a situation, probably out of some way to create safety in a moment for yourself, but it's not true. And because it's not true, you get to choose again. So now what I want to do is reflect back on the year of 2021 and I want you to write down just a couple of dot points about a few areas of your life where something's happened in 2021 that you can be really grateful for. Maybe it was in your business, maybe it was in your career, your relationship, your health, your finances or your money. Um, your family, your relationships, just a few dot points in a few key areas about things that you can be really grateful for. And this is really important because the universe likes to be assured that we are good stewards of what's given to us. And when we live in a state of constant dissatisfaction with where we're at or what we've got or what we're getting it sends a message to the universe that we are unable to see the blessings that we've got so we're not able to be grateful for what we've already received therefore we are not stewarding or tending to and nurturing that which we already have which makes us not a very good bet for giving more So if we're not taking care of what we've got, if we're not loving on and nurturing and recognizing what we have right now, then we're not 
ready to be given more. Okay, so this process is about reflecting on those things from 2021 that you can be grateful for. And by the way, they don't all have to be good things, amazing things, great things. It could be a terrible um, situation that unfolded, but the way that you handled it is what you're grateful for. It could be in your grief, you were able to see something that you've never seen before. It could be in losing a job, you were able to have the courage to go for something else. So even if it doesn't sound fantastic and you know it's not what you're going to get up at a seminar and share about, you want to find the things that you can feel grateful about your evolution as a person. Okay, so we've taken care of recognizing and being grateful for what we have and what we've done. And then we can look forward to what we want to create in the year ahead. So traditionally, when we go to look at our goals, we might write down all the areas of life and we might think about who we think we have to be in order to feel happy or successful and then decide what what those things are and how they would fit into these categories that are before us of the areas of our lives. Often those things are motivated by what society tells us we should want or do. Um, The voices in our heads of our parents and our um, ancestors and all of that stuff that tells us what our picture of success should look like. Um, And those things are all creating yardsticks that are not necessarily aligned to our inner being or to our authentic selves. So sometimes part of the challenge can be actually getting to know and understand what it is that we really want. Um, And I can just share with you briefly, I always thought that I was really good at knowing what I wanted and, and in crafting goals and setting intentions and all those kinds of things. And I distinctly remember um, not long after I went through my separation last year from my partner and I was slowly coming out of this hole that I'd been living in for several weeks and I started thinking about rebuilding myself and rebuilding my life and what that was going to look like. And I remember doing an activity that was given to me by one of my mentors and it was around just writing down what you what I enjoy and things that I like and things that excited me and I was literally like stopped in my tracks as I went to fill out this piece of paper and this is one of the things that made me realize the deep significant impact of um, the emotionally abusive nature of the relationship that I had been in is that I couldn't actually fill out the piece of paper because I had completely lost touch with my inner being and the part of me that tells me what I actually like and what I enjoy. And I could not think of anything to write down in relation to all these questions that she had given me because I had no connection to that internal reference system inside that was guiding me around my likes and dislikes and my desires. 
Now, that might seem like an extreme example, but I would hazard a guess that there's many areas of your own life where if you reflect on them to get down to the detail, you might be in the same position. And I see this all the time with um, even things like fashion, like women are subscribing to these fashion trends that sometimes don't even look good on them because that's what the media is telling them to do. They don't take the time to tune in to their internal reference system and think about what are the colours that I like to wear? What are the fabrics that make me feel fantastic? What are the cuts that look great on my figure? What are the, I don't know, what are the accessories that are timeless that go with this that make me feel beautiful that I can keep forever and ever and ever? Like that's not how fashion is designed to make us think Um, and it's designed to access insecurities within ourselves that make us think that getting this thing or buying that thing is going to make us feel better or more whole. But these are the kind of things we want to consider when we're looking at setting our goals and intentions, because we want them to come from a place that's really about us and what it is that that we desire that's going to be meaningful and fulfilling for us. So another example could be something like, um, you know, if you're looking at a major career overhaul, perhaps you've gone to university, you've studied, you've done something that's been existing in your family for a long time and you've got the degree and now you've got the job but you're miserable and you hate it. Um, The connection would be getting back to what is it that is actually residing in your heart about the contribution that you want to make rather than continuing to have to endure the expectation of whatever it is that's led you to that place and I know they're loaded like they're loaded in history in um in families they're loaded in fear of not have of not having finances and job security and all these kinds of things so they're multifaceted it's not just one thing but really putting aside how we think people think we should be or how society tells us that we should be and tuning into what are the messages that we're getting from our own internal reference system about what we want to co-create with the universe in the year ahead. So a little trick that I um, would encourage you to do in relation to this is um, I'll I'll talk to you just in a second about creating sacredness around your, your goals, but let's stick with this for the minute. So um, if you put up pieces, big pieces of paper on your wall, maybe just say six pieces of paper and title them with the area of life that they relate to, then what I would encourage you to do is to actually sit down and go through a short conscious breathing activity, just like the ones that we do at the start of these podcasts, where you tune into your breath and you get into connection with the intelligence that's moving through your body and that you're a part of. So a few short uh, conscious breaths. You can actually make it longer if you want to, if you've got a a beautiful guided meditation or anything like that that you'd like to do. But just starting from a place of conscious breathing And you might even like to incorporate some kind of incantation. 
around um, beginning that. And I do this often. Um, I'll sit down and do my conscious breathing and then I will feel that I've settled and grounded in my body and I will say something in my mind like um, guardian angels, divine beings, beings of light, ascended masters, universal light, force, love, everything for my highest good that surrounds me, please flow through me now and help me to create blah, 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 whatever it is. So in this case, it's going to be goals and intentions for the year ahead, for 2022. And just breathe into that for a moment and then allow yourself with what will hopefully be a cessation of thought to grab your marker and free style write some things down on those pieces of paper so you're not trying to articulate the goal you're not trying to write it out in a perfect way you're not thinking about how it's going to happen you're not worrying about any of that stuff just put free-flowing intentions from your heart onto those pieces of paper and don't even reread them just write them down and jump around wherever you want to your pieces of paper. And then when you feel like you're empty with that, you can sit back down in front of them and then have a look at everything that you've done. And from that place, you can refine and craft your intentions for the year ahead because you're going to be in co-creation with the intelligent forces of the universe to bring those things into reality. Now, what you don't want to do is go into the strategy and planning of how all those things are going to happen and what you have to do. And within 10 seconds, you're overwhelmed and none of them ever have a chance of happening. I'm going to talk to you so much this year through the podcast um, and through other mediums about things that you can do to move forward in the direction that you need to, to see all these things come to fruition in your life. But in this process of setting the intentions for the year ahead, you don't want to get fixated or swept up in anything to do with the how. So just purely focused on the outpouring of the intentions to each of those areas. Okay. So number one, it's about being grateful, recognizing the good that's come from the year before. And then number two, consciously co-creating in a free-flowing style the intentions that you want for 2022. A couple of side points um, that I want to mention. Number one, be really cautious of where where self-sabotage might be coming in and where you're not um, disabling those negative thinking processes before you go to the goal setting, there's going to be a really high risk of self-sabotaging behaviors coming in. And we'll talk about those in detail on, on another podcast. But as an example for me, one that always used to come up when I wrote goals was I'd write down really big goals. So I remember when I was began growing a multi-level marketing business with doTERRA essential oils, I think the first year that I started doing it, I wrote down um, that I wanted to be this 
particular rank that we call diamond and doTERRA and it's huge it's like a six-figure um, income rank and now I look back on it I just think oh my goodness that was such self-sabotage because there was actually it was actually very unlikely that I was going to be able to be in a state to allow that to happen at that particular moment when I was making that goal and what that huge, 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 big goal did was actually destabilize me and take me away from the building block practical activities that I needed to do to make that business sustainable. Um, And I see now that that's been a pattern throughout my life of creating these big pie in the sky goals that also allow me to get to the end of one year and say, oh, that goal didn't happen. So just wipe that off instead of recognizing that I've got building blocks that have been going, being put in place all throughout the years and years and years to finally build to the real goal, which I want, um, which in that case with my um, doTERRA business was actually growing a sustainable residual organic income. Um, And that's where the attention where I should have placed my attention from the beginning instead of burning myself out with these sabotaging, huge, crazy goals. So that's just an example from me, but have a look in, in your own life. Where where might you be setting those type of all or nothing goals where it's got to be black and white. I've got to get to this point. I, I've got to sign off on this or check off on this by midnight on the 31st of December. Otherwise, no, that was a failure, scrap that goal and restart something straight over again. This is always a good entry point for us to recognise where we might be slipping into identification with our egoic minds when something seems black and white. It's, it's an indicator that that's where we're going. So you might see this in yourself if you're um, somebody who struggles with diet or weight and you think, oh, I've just ruined my diet, I've eaten this bit of honey in my smoothie and I'm supposed to not be having sugar. Oh, well, I've ruined the diet. I may as well have 10 donuts and a tub of ice cream before I go to bed tonight. And then I'll start it all over again in the morning because it's all or nothing sabotage thinking. Um, So try not to do that. (laughs) Um, And the other thing I just want to mention before we go is around the element of bringing sacredness to your intention setting for 2022. So anytime that we bring sacredness to anything, we immediately make it more powerful. We slow everything down. We get into connection with our inner being to the divine part of us that connects to the divine part of the universe and everyone and everything we interact with. And we are much more powerful from that space than we are anywhere else. So when we think we don't have time or we think that we've just got to get something done or we're really in that um, masculine space in relation to what we're talking about today. So goal setting where we've got to write it down. It's got to be exact. It's got to be perfect. We've got to have a plan, all that sort of stuff. Um, That really moves us out of that sacred space. So I really encourage you to just allow yourself a few moments to bring sacredness to your life in any way that you can. And in Rebel Life Bootcamp, we do a whole module on sacredness and we talk about how we can create sacredness through all elements in our lives and how that makes it 
not only more rewarding and fulfilling and meaningful, but it actually makes us uh, more potent in the things that we undertake. Okay, that's a lot. And it's a new year. So I'm going to stop now and um, just recap. We talked about being grateful for where we've come from, what we've learned, who we've been in the year before, setting our intentions for the year ahead based on our own inner guidance system and really eliminating the noise of all the other things that are going on and the way the world tells us that we should be, but check communicating with ourselves internally with our inner being and allowing our goals and intentions to resonate from that space and bringing sacredness to the process. So just starting uh, to introduce rituals, uplifting and life enhancing rituals into your life, um, starting with this. So whether it's sitting down tonight, just lighting a candle, being with some beautiful music and taking your breathing exercise before writing out these things or however you like to create ritual and sacredness um, in your own life. Okay, that's it for today. I'm super looking forward to sharing with you so much juicy info over 2022. So don't forget that these episodes are all released on a Monday. They'll be released at 11.11 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time on Mondays. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode or you've enjoyed any of the other episodes, please make sure that you hit subscribe and subscribe to the podcast. If you enjoy the episode, uh, share it with others and please leave a rating. When you leave a rating, it actually um, works through the algorithms to help other people get access to the information and to see it more readily. So that would be fantastic. If you haven't already done so, jump over to my website, www.samanthagoldsmith.com and download my free self-doubt eraser meditation. You can also grab a copy of my book um, if that speaks to you. And remember, as always, if you are ready to overcome the fear of being yourself by remembering who you really are and experiencing radical self-confidence, radical ease and radical trust in yourself and the universe, jump on the website and check out the Rebel Life Bootcamp for lifetime access to the materials and the community that will support that process. Until then, sit deep, live radically and do you, my sovereign sister. I'll see you next week. Remember who you are.